Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Welcome back to Anchor Moms. Um, This week, we are, again, doing something just a little bit different. Um, We are talking to a social media influencer. Her name is Courtney Brennan. Uh, She lives in Pittsburgh and uh, has thousands of followers um, and uh, has some social media campaigns out there. I know her because um, she used to work here at WLOS uh, in Asheville, uh, North Carolina. So if you are listening in Western North Carolina, listening in Asheville, you may recognize her name again, Courtney Brennan, worked here at the station uh, about 10 years ago, and our tenure here kind of overlapped for just a couple of months. Um, I'm also from the Pittsburgh area, so we kind of bonded uh, a little bit over that here uh, at the station. And so, so she worked here at WLOS. Um, and then went to Pittsburgh um, to work for the NBC affiliate there to report. And she worked there for about 10 years. Yes, Karen. Be honest, Katie. Do you have a little bit of a woman crush on I her? I do. You think? So a little listen, bit of a girl crush? You know, yeah. she's around my age. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of were doing the same thing here uh, in Western North Carolina. And then she made this big jump to Pittsburgh. And I've been following her on Instagram and Facebook for years now. And I, I do. She's super successful. She has great hair. I still want to know what her hair secret is. Um, and so she uh, posts about fashion. She, she posts about mom life. Um, she has a three-year-old uh, named Henry. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen loves that. And um, So she left the TV business right. to do this full-time to be a content creator on the internet. Just last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Katie, don't leave us to be a social media influencer. I mean, I'll try not to. <laughs> I'm a little like worried I need to now. get, you know, a couple more <laughs> thousand fans on Instagram and Facebook before that happens. But, but it's an Cor- interesting story. Yeah, Courtney has a lot of great tips during this interview. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, you know, listen all the way through because my favorite moment is when she talks about how she has rhinoceros skin. But there was this one post that got to her. Uh, listen to see what she does in response to that person. Yeah, and I also think, so if you're thinking about switching careers, um, if you're thinking about making a leap to work from home or work for yourself, I think she has a lot of interesting things to say. And she talks about some of the challenges of, she calls, you know, she says she's living out loud um, and maybe an oversharer and just how all of that works its way into her family life with her son and her husband. So listen in. Yeah, guys, so we are uh, joined here uh, by Courtney Brennan, who, believe it or not, some of you, if you've been in Western North Carolina or in the Asheville area long enough, you might remember her. She actually worked at the station at WLOS about 10 years ago or so. Courtney, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm from Pittsburgh, and um, when you work in TV news, you go to school for it, and then you kind of bounce all around the country, uh, honing your craft and working your way up the ladder, and so I got a job in Asheville at WLOS, and I just loved it. And then met my husband there. Um, He's from Toronto. He had been living there for 10 years. Um, And 
he loved the city and I love the city and the people. And I did get a job uh, at the NBC affiliate in Pittsburgh, WPXI. And that was always a dream of mine ever since I was a little girl to, you know, be a TV news reporter in Pittsburgh. So I was excited to come up here, even though we were sad to leave. And we actually kept my husband's house for a while and rented it out, but it was just too far, too far for us to keep. But we think of Asheville fondly and talk about it always. And so then tell us, last summer, uh, the summer of 2019, you actually left your TV job and kind of took a big leap or a big risk. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I had I had been in TV news for 14 years, and it was that was all I ever wanted to do when I was little. I wanted to be a TV reporter, and so I got to travel the country, and I won a bunch of Emmy Awards and an Edward R. Murrow And then I got my dream job back here in Pittsburgh. And I think you ladies will understand and probably some of your listeners, you know, you get that job and it's great. And now I'm in like my mid thirties headed toward my late thirties. And you just accomplish these goals you've always had. And you're really proud of that, but you kind of look around and you're like, this cannot be it. Like (laughs) this can't like, this cannot be it. And I think I just hit this point where, well, the reason I hit the point too, is because probably about seven years ago when I was working in Pittsburgh, I really fell in love with social media. And so obviously I had public accounts on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter in a news capacity, but I kind of really leaned into those accounts and started sharing personal things about my life. I like to live my life out loud. I'm, I'm an oversharer. I think people would, would call me, mm-hmm. but I really like that. And so I really started to, my husband and I started flipping houses, like taking old houses and renovating them together. So I started a blog. I started doing that. And when I started sharing those things, my audience like tripled, like I'm telling, I'm saying went from like 5,000 to like 24,000. And I think it's because we're all on our phones all day long, loving these platforms. And yes, the platforms are controlled by algorithms, but they're used by, they're, they're used, they're used <laughs> by, hu- by humans. And so we are just like dying for that like human connection on these technology platforms. And so I saw that with the house blog and it was just super awesome. And then um, I got pregnant and you guys like know, people love nothing more than pregnant people online. (laughs) It's the best. It's the most, it's the best. You like instantly, it's just the best. Like people wish you, wish you well and they pray for you and they send you love. And it's just great because you know, so much, so much of your audience, um, our moms or dads or, you know, everybody just loves the pregnant lady. And so, um, and I had no problem sharing that. And so I talked about, so I shared that and then I had the baby and his name is Henry. And so I shared mom life and my audience just exploded. It was just huge. It was huge. And, you know, galvanizing this community was really exciting for me. And I felt like there was something in my bones. Like the universe was trying to say like, Courtney, you need to try this. Like this door is opening for a reason. And I just felt like the universe was saying like, you really need to try this. And I wanted to try it. I wanted to, I wanted to see if I could do it. I felt in my bones that I could. And then I just figured like, screw it. I'll try it. And if it doesn't work, I'll just go get a news reporter job somewhere else and keep covering house fires and water main breaks. Like screw, you know what I mean? Like I think, and I think that's probably the thing that feels the best out of this all that even no matter where it goes, and I don't know how it's going to go or how it ends up, right? Because we plan and then God in the universe laughs, but at least I won't be 80 thinking like, I wonder what would have happened had I just tried. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, F it, you know, my Southern audience, just F it, you know, like, just go for it. And so that's what I did. Um, and so. And so how's it going? Now, now what? Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, I had like a semi, I didn't have like a huge plan or a roadmap. I just knew that, that I had three subsets of skills that I could market to grow my brand and to also generate income to pay our bills, if that makes sense. And what are those? And so I, and so those three subsets. So I knew by stepping away that I had, um, I had this digital audience, right? So I have an audience, a digital audience across maybe like five platforms because I'm on Pinterest and YouTube as well. But my three big ones are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, even though Twitter is just like snarks, snarks, sports, and men. And I just can't stand Twitter. Um, <laughs> So I, I knew I had, so I had this audience like 70,000 strong across these platforms. And so I knew that brands and businesses would want to partner um, with me to do campaigns. And by a campaign is they pay you to partner with them to showcase their products and their services to your audience. So I knew I could do that. And then the second thing um, I knew I had was I had been up here in Pittsburgh for almost 10 years, nine years. And so I had um, a wonderful local audience. I had a lot of like sort of local notoriety, like, you know, like local TV news fame, you know, not Oprah fame, but yeah, like local, like local recognition, name recognition. And so I knew I could monetize myself in terms of um, speaking engagements and writing. And so I've done a lot of that and like emceeing and stuff like that. And then the third subset is that I live in this social media world. And so I know a ton about creating content. I know a ton about social media strategy. I know a ton about running campaigns. And I knew that people that have their own businesses or they need people like me to help them with that. Yeah. And so I knew that stepping away, I could do that. And then you just have to do the step and you step into the void. And then the hard part comes. This is where like you build I'm just going to say this and I hope your audience loves it. Like I have really big balls, like big ones, like really big ones. And it's hard. Like even for somebody like me, who's got big balls, who is a positive, like high energy person. And who also has like a, a a family network that if I needed help, I could ask like that. It's still really hard and scary because the easy part is quitting and stepping into the void. The hard part, is sitting in that void and keeping your energy and your vi- your vibration high and positive and not letting the worry and anxiety just suck the life out of you if that makes sense like and it's hard and i and it's just it's a lot you know and i don't think people talk about that but i will do you doubt yourself sometimes that oh yeah definitely and yeah. i think like what's really hard is that women we have that extra layer of where we doubt ourselves all the time anyway like mediocre middle-aged men never doubt themselves. You know what I mean? Like ever, like they're just like, like the most successful woman is like still doubting her. Yes. And then the most successful. Yes. And I don't know where we get that from. I think it's because, you know, we like to please people. And even for somebody like me that has like a really strong confidence, like I still like to be liked. Right. Right. We have that desire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I want people to like me. I want, I like approval. Like if I, if I have a client, who I'm doing work for, or I'm, I'm partnering with a brand for a campaign. I want them to love what I do. 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I, and I don't know why, I think maybe as women, we feel that a little more or maybe men do too. They just don't say it. Sure. Um, Well, I think part of the thing is, is your brand is you, right? So if people aren't aren't liking your picture, it's a picture of you and that could maybe be hurtful. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk a lot, talk a little bit about that, Courtney, because I follow you on Instagram and Facebook and I know that people can be critical and you respond to them talk about how you deal with it maybe yeah. internally but also how do you deal with it on social media when you're you know put, putting yeah. it out there well the you guys feel it too because like right you're on tv people feel sure. like, of course know you and all these things so you know how to do it so the first thing i always think is like i ask for it because this is part of the gig like if i choose to live my life out loud and share all these things and get paid to do all these wonderful things then then people have a right to hate and throw shade like that. It, it is my right to live life out loud and it is their right to not like it, you know? That, and so that's where I start from because I feel like that's where you have to start from. And mm-hmm. then second, I have gotten the ones that are insane where people are just like mean and there are misspellings. They don't use correct grammar. Like those are funny and it doesn't even matter. And like, and I have, I have thick rhinoceros skin because I, I've been doing this for so long. And so it, like there, I mean, you really have to say something to bother me, but then there are a couple of comments. Like I put a post up on Instagram the other day. I talk a lot about health and fitness. And I talk a lot about body image and weight and size. Um, and I share a lot about that. And that's like, that's a trigger and a really sensitive topic for just people in general, right? It's like mm-hmm. stepping into a landmine. And so this woman sent me a message that like the caption I had wrote, um, it really bothered her because if the first three sentences, if you didn't continue reading, she felt like the first three sentences really portrayed a message that was not helpful or positive to having a good body image or having body confidence. And so what I did was like, I responded to her. Well, first of all, I looked at the caption and I thought, you know what? Yeah, she does have a point. And I read it to my husband and he's like, yeah, Court, I could totally see that. And so I re I reworded the caption and edited it. And then I messaged her back and I was like, listen, thank you so much. I totally see what you mean and I'm not perfect and I want you to know that even though this hit you the wrong way, my heart is always in the right place. She responded like, thank you so much. You know, I really struggled with disordered eating and this is a real Mm. trigger for me. And so I just think like half the time, if you just respond in kindness and maybe actually like listen sometimes to the comments, like, it really opens up like the humanity of that, of the person on the other side. Sure. So I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I have a question though. Um, So I, which also, you know, we both have three-year-old sons named Henry. So I love that connection. I love it. I know. Um, But speaking of our three-year-old, our little ones, um, and kind of what you do and what we do um, being on our phones on social media, how do you unplug and how do you kind of balance that um, all the time on social media with the little kids and how much you share about them? I know. Well, one, I never unplug. And because I just feel like right now, Right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I stepped away, I'm building this brand and it's going well. And so I can't unplug because I have to keep the momentum. And then I keep thinking, and all of this money I'm making is putting him through school. And all of this money I'm making is going to set him up for a really nice life. So I don't have any guilt about that because now this is my job. Although when he says, mom, get off your, he's always like, mom, get off your phone. Mom, get off your phone. (laughs) He'll go, mom, too much working, too much working. 
but like, and I said so that does, I do feel bad, but then that goes away in a second because like, this is, this is how I'm going to make sure he has an awesome life. You know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, uh, oh, and then the oversharing. So I am sure there are a ton of people that are like, shame on her. I cannot, you know, like her son didn't ask to be on her feet and like, you know, he doesn't have a say in this. He's three. And so what I say to them is like, okay, you're right. And that's the point. However, that is not the choice I made. So part, one of the big themes of me and what I share is like you said, mom life. And it really resonates with people and they love it. And I feel I never portray Henry in a negative light ever. Like even when I'm talking about like potty training and some gross topics, it's all about how like, it's all about the grossness or the weirdness of myself. I never portray him in a mean, a demeaning, or negative way. And I think that's really important because he doesn't deserve that. And I think that once he gets older, if he's like, Mom, stop it, then I'll stop. <laughs> but he's not there yet. So the big- no, he, like, loves it. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and I guess, like, he loves it because that's what I do. For sure. a living, like just yeah. like if I was still mm-hmm. at TV, just like when you you're gonna take your kids to the studio and they're gonna be like, oh, mommy, like I'm on TV, look at the camera. Right. So I don't know. I think because people, I think because there is so much negativity sometimes around social media, people maybe maybe look at this and look at a look at this way of making a living more negatively than they really than it than they should. And so, what would be your advice for folks? Not necessarily in TV news, um, but yeah. just working a full-time job, uh, thinking about stepping out on their own. What would be your best advice to women out yeah. there who are listening to this? Interested yeah. in doing so what, what I, you've done. If you do it and it doesn't work, you'll just go get another job. Like, I mean, the world's not going to end, you know, or you're not going to die. Like, you might be, okay, maybe you'll be slightly embarrassed or you'll be sad it didn't work, but, like, life goes on. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to do something, like just do it. And I I would say start, like if you can do it as a side hustle and keep your main job for like a nice chunk of time and put money away or until you get that side hustle to a point where it can generate, um, you know, the income of your regular job, do that. Right. Okay. So that's my advice. Yeah. All right. Okay, so if you're interested in, in learning more about Courtney, you can obviously follow her on um, Instagram and Facebook. I love her passion, and I love how fired up she gets. She's like such a Pittsburgher to me. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to her as much as we did talking to her. She's fun. Yeah. Okay, and to continue our theme today for social media, uh, Instagram influencers, uh, digital content, etc., Uh, What we found here is a cool article that lists the top Instagram influencers for 2020. Were you guys surprised by some of these? So surprised by some of these. Okay, so I will be honest. You guys know I am like the least pop Uh culture person Uh in the Uh world. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was impressed. I think I knew two or three of these. Uh Good. I know. That's for the ones right. that you knew. So Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, hold on. Let's just go through the oh, list. Oh, sorry. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Okay. So that's that's number one, Cristiano mm-hmm. Ronaldo. Hotty, hot, hot. Which I think is surprising, A, that it's a man. 
yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, and a that's, soccer player, top, like an athlete. Right. I would have thought it would be an entertainer. Right, right. you know, right. soccer transcends, yes. like, the globe. It's the most that, popular sport, that, yeah. And that is why. And, and, oh, by the way, did I mention? He's, he's hot. I'm looking on Instagram So number right two now. is Kylie uh, Jenner. Maybe not that surprising. Number three, Selena Gomez. Number four, Leo Messi, another cutie cute soccer player. Kendall Jenner, Beyonce, some, this one I don't know. Um, Billie Eilish, Kim Kardashian West, Karen's, um, that's Karen's favorite. I didn't uh, know Kim Kardashian was married to Kanye West. I know, that's Until my, my fellow anchor moms told me. Favorite story about Karen. Yeah. Wait, okay, wait. Who is Leo Messi? Uh, soccer. soccer player. Another soccer Another player. Another soccer player. Oh. And then what's number seven? Number seven, we don't know. I don't know who that is. To look that I'm one up. look these up yeah. while you guys are talking. Um, Ariana Grande is number 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are right, Ingrid. Uh, v- most of these people are women, which mm-hmm. I guess is not, t- it's not totally surprising to me because I The feel Rock like- and LeBron James made the cut. Yes. And Shawn Mendes, uh, which is a singer. Um, yeah. So I, I, why they're women? Because I think women are the most interested in. Uh, Yeah, they post more, right? I I don't know if that's true or not, but I think women are interested in social media influencers. They want to see, you know, fashion and clothes. I don't know. Okay, I can't figure out who that person is. Um, So also, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was reading another article, but they were talking about what is an Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people, I mean, they're not technically Instagram influencers. They're just... Like professional soccer players and like J Lo. She's not an in, no one that would ever be like, oh, who's J Lo? Oh, she's an Instagram influencer. Right, like, right. No, she's J Lo. She's well, an amazing singer, an actress, a dancer. Like that's why she's popular. So I think sepa- there's like a separation there. Well, I'll be honest. Oh. I don't know if I could tell you really what an Instagram influencer means. I can tell you. So okay. an Instagram influencer is basically somebody who markets um, themselves as mm-hmm. the product, but also gets paid to market products, such okay. as, like, I have this new bracelet on. Like, don't you love it? I'm going to take 50 pictures of me with it and tag that company. And then my followers then see the person that they like. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, Ingrid has fantastic style. Mm-hmm. So any bracelet she has, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I want. So mm-hmm. then they sell this bracelet. Okay. Basically. But yeah, so, so then like so to that regard, like JLo is not in it. That's like, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Anchor Moms is sponsored by Wilderness at the Smokies. Plan your spring break getaway today. Behind the scenes. Katie's real excited about this What one. is this? Woo. So we were going to talk about kind of, oh. not that any of us are social media influencers, obviously, but it is part of our job. In fact, I oh. would say a big part of our job to be very active on social media for our professional pages. We each have a professional Facebook, Twitter, Instagram page for our work. And there is a lot of pressure to perform well and have good engagement on those pages. No, it's I honestly I it's a I've little this, daunting. Yeah, I, we've talked a little bit about this before on the podcast. Um, our boss uh, sends out a ranking, a weekly ranking, and I said this: if I'm in a bad mood. I will not even open up that email because I'm afraid to see where I am mm. in the rankings. I mean, that's how, I mean, it would actually influence my day. <laughs> like, it would make a bad day even worse. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's funny because um, we were, Karen and I were talking about this the other day. If you post, like, even, like, a breaking news mm-hmm. post, like, tweet. You could be, like, on it. You could be, like, one of the first ones to post it. Break some crazy news. Police mm-hmm. chiefs fired. Whatever. Two likes. Three three retweets, one comment, but you post a cute picture of your kid, it's like, bing, 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 
you're getting all mm-hmm. kinds of notifications. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think it's because people really connect. I mean, I think Courtney talked a little bit about this as well. People really mm-hmm. connect to authenticity and the mm-hmm. personal aspect of social media, right? Mm-hmm. So putting your personal stuff out there is attractive to people. Right. But and it I, is such an interesting line because, yeah, like as news journalists, it's just kind of this new world we're living in, right? Like I, I distinctly remember – um, this was like three stations ago, maybe, and they, my news director said, "Okay, there's this thing called Twitter, you know, <laughs> and we're gonna like start doing it and whatever." And I remember he said, "I'd like you to try and see if you could post, do one tweet a day, about like whatever story oh. you're working on." And I was like, "I quit." I mean, I was so frustrated and mad about it. I you was didn't like, "Actually quit?" Uh, no, I did not. But I was like really upset because I was like, "My job as a journalist." I'm here to report the news yeah. and be unbiased. That is my job. This social media stuff, I mean, this was like, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. This social media stuff, like, this is not my job. This is not me. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I was so offended that they would think that I should be, like, posting on this Twitter thing. You know what I mean? And it's funny now for me to look back and be like, whoa. Yeah. Look how it's evolved. I remember at my first station, like, there was some question as to whether or not uh, Facebook – this was, like, 2007, so Facebook had been – is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facebook had been around for a little bit, a couple mm-hmm. of years, but it was a question of whether or not you were even allowed to be on your Facebook page at work. Oh, do you remember those oh, days? Yeah. Because yeah. it was like considered like, that's not work. Mm-hmm. You're like trolling the internet mm-hmm. on your Facebook page. And now, of course, I mean, stations have Facebook pages. Uh, you have to have a mm-hmm. Facebook presence if you're, I mean, going to be in television news. Yeah, I would like to know what what viewers and people outside of the news business how they feel about how we post personal things. Mm-hmm. Like whether they think that takes away from us our, as a journalist, our integrity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if they just think it thinks think that it adds to who we are. Like you said, mm-hmm. the person behind, you know, the news desk. Mm-hmm. Whether I, I mean, I think in general people love to see that stuff, but then how does that transcend into right. your career well, and, and what they think of you as right. a journalist? And it's also hard, like, let's say I post something about a breaking news murder or something, and then, you know, an hour later it's like a cute picture of my kid. I, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels kind of, like, jarring almost mm-hmm. to have all of these things like, oh, my, like, mom, personal kid life mixed in with, you know, hard news. I'm an investigative yeah. reporter. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it kind of a... It is really hard to navigate. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Just a heads up. Again, no. as Courtney mentioned, yeah. I mean, that's... Social media is... is I would say 50% of, of the job at this point. I would say 50% of it is, like, your on-air presence mm-hmm. and can you read a teleprompter, can you write a story, but also, like, what's your social media engagement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just the way of the world. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And other news. Well, so our last article is totally switching gears ah. here. Um, and I've kind of already led on a little bit as to how I feel about social media. Um, but this article is called How Going Offline Changed the Way I Parent. So this woman talks about how she realized that she was on social media a lot. And not she talks about, too, not just social media but the Internet. Because let's be real, you know, it's kind of a rabbit hole that you can get into with oh. both. Um, and she said it was building a wall between me and my real life. Um, and she talks about those struggle, the struggles that I think all moms feel, you know, trying to make sure your life looks perfect on social media and kind of that 
you know, judging yourself versus other moms' photos and all of that. And then um, she, she said, which I really liked, moving away from social media slowly and deliberately is what finally made me my tech habits stick. So what she did, she started reducing her time to a really unimpressive two hours a day. So two hours a day total that she was on either the internet or social media. Not, And so she said, uh, then she slowly cut it down little by little and realized her goals were easier to stick with if the apps weren't on her phone. So she deleted, eventually, uh-huh. all the apps on her phone, and she feels great. She loves her <laughs> life. Yeah. I mean, not realistic for us. So, true, true. Um, but I love the idea, and I love kind of, she says it forced her to spend more time in her own head, and slowly but surely, I learned to like my own company. Yeah. Like the company of herself. You know what I mean? When I was reading this article, do you know that I picked up my phone to look at Instagram twice? Just in the middle of reading oh, this Katie. article. I was like, hold on. Oh, like pause in that paragraph. Like what? Yeah. It's like mm. a second nature thing. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I don't even realize that I'm doing it. And why? Like why are we even doing this to ourselves? <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's say you post a picture. Great. Why do you need to know? If somebody commented. somebody commented or liked liked it, why don't you just wait, I don't know, five hours and you can look at it once and then you can look at it all of the comments mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like those comments and then guess what? You don't look at it again. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Like what, what yeah. would happen? Nothing. Like do you really need validation every time somebody likes your picture so you have to look at your mm-hmm. phone every single time? Oh, mm-hmm. who is that? Oh, what they say. Oh, let me go to their Instagram page. Let me look at their – and then you're just gone. Then you're mm-hmm. gone. There's mm-hmm. another 20 minutes. Just leave it alone and just so come back to I it So I have a bold statement, it. guys. Yes. Yeah. Let's hear it. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to delete all apps off my personal phone and only do social media at work during work hours. For I think, how long? For how long? For I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, you know, early phases. This article, like, really got me going. <laughs> got me thinking about my life and my motherhood and my children. Like, right now. really? Just, like, I don't know. I just don't want to. I, I never want to be that mom who my kids see me on my phone mm-hmm. and, like, that precious. And you guys have more time at home with your kids. So, like, totally should get a break to, to take a minute. But, you know, I have... Only a couple of hours at night and about an hour in the morning with my kids. I don't want any of that precious time, especially at this amazing age, right, to be on my phone. And on the weekends, too. And on the weekends, yeah. Keep it on. Yeah. Yeah. So I would not have any social media on my personal phone. And and the only social media on my work phone would only be done during work hours, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. That's it. Mm. Do you think our boss is listening and he's going to tell me, bad idea? I think you should do it as like a no. social experiment. Let's check in with you in yeah. this a is a, of this weeks. is just an idea at yeah. this stage. Let's check in with Not, you and see yeah. how it's going. If you mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested to just see if like I you're just, in a different space and you feel better about it. And this no, and wait, and in addition to that, oh. I want to know, you know, this list we just talked about, if mm-hmm. you're ranking Oh, if I suddenly become a, a if you're social ranking, media influencer? No, if your ranking oh. drops within oh, for work. like within the station. Ah. Because oh. I bet it won't. And oh. I bet that a posting at work, mm-hmm. you will be just fine. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that our companies 
should dictate what we do when we're not at work. Mm -hmm, It's not fair. mm -hmm. And I think that you should do what you're saying. I think everyone should do this. And I think that the world is not going to come to an end if you don't post that picture at, you know, 7 p.m. in the evening. Mm -hmm, Instead, you mm -hmm. wait until 7 a.m. when you're back at work. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. Win of the week. Sticking with me here. Moving on to my win of the week. Oh, um, the Karen episode. I know, right? Don't say that. You well, know, she's already sensitive about that. I know. Well, she loves uh, let's it. not get into it. Okay. Um, so, I will be honest. Oh, there's so much honesty in this really room like today. You guys, social, you social media is like a really hot button issue with me, if you can't tell. I'm really digging deep this morning. <laughs> um, so, um, so Ingrid and Katie wanted me to share my one of the week, being that I figured out how to do Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they think is hilarious because what? I didn't know how to do it we and I finally figured hilarious. it out. I even texted you the next day, like, I really like your stories. Like, mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. good job. Katie just learned how to do them too not too long ago. That's not really? True. Well, a couple of months ago, but Instagram stories haven't been around that long. They've been around a lot longer than a couple months. All right. Well, Ingrid is a social oh, media okay. guru. Over social here. media Insta- influencer. Instagram. All right, Ingrid. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I got a good good following of what, like 1,000 something <laughs> over here. Um, anyway, I will say this, though. I think stories are harder than you think. I mean, there's some, like, I had oh. to get our social media director to, like, help me. Is this your win of the week, or are you, are no, you sorry. win of the week? Okay, okay. well, that was what I was, was supposed to be. But oh, if, we're going, if we're going off theme here, oh, I really okay. wanted to tell you all that I finally stopped nursing and pumping. Oh. <laughs> now, that that actually deserves a round And that's a big win. That's a big win. Because, as we all know, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you stopped. You I know. Stop, stop. I'm like, done. Done I'm forever. done. Done, done, done. Done, done, done. I put it in the base. I like. It was kind of funny. I like, you know, it was like a very, very dramatic scene. I like throw the pump in the bin and like all the bottles and all yeah. the parts. And I was yep. like, I should wash these really good, but I'm not even going to do it because I'm sick of seeing them. And I just like threw them all in the bin and took it, marched it down to the basement. And like, it was a very big moment. Cathartic. It was very a cathartic um, moment. Yeah. Jealous. I know. Poor Ingrid, though, is still. I'm the sole pumper at this point. Mm. I know. I'm so sorry, my friend. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Wait, did you post? sound that never goes away. Did you post that you were done pumping on Instagram? In a story. In a story. This is a full circle episode, Mm -hmm. guys. Even the things that aren't really social media related, I'll come back to social media. Exactly. Anyway. Congratulations. Well, thanks. It's amazing. On the story or the no pumping? Both. Nursing. Okay. Um, so, you know, after all of this, what can we say except go, go follow us? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and on that note, follow the Anchor Moms. Um, we have a Facebook group called Anchor Moms. We have an Instagram page named Anchor Moms. Mm-hmm. We each have our own account, as you learned today in yep. great detail. But mm-hmm. hey, also do us a favor and just tell one friend about us. Yeah. And then maybe um, In real life, follow. not on social media. Yeah, then yeah like follow not, a, us. not a Facebook message mm-hmm. in and, real life. And then also, okay, two things. Oh. One, <laughs> one, phone a friend, tell them about us. <laughs> two, leave a comment. Yeah. Leave a review. Yeah, leave a review. Or a comment on our social media page. No, like mm-hmm. a review, oh. our podcast review. Either one. I will take either one. Yeah. Con- yeah. Give us whatever you Come got. On. We want to see Anything. who you are. We'll take it. Stop hiding. Oh. Hiding behind that iPhone. <laughs> iPhone app. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye.
didn't even sing. There's no need. Making strides. 